about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. All right, this is going to be our 2023 NFL first round uh, draft kind of preview show. I'm not I'm not going to give you a mock draft or anything like that, but I am going to take you position by position, uh, go over a little bit of the Cleveland Browns needs, a little bit of the Pittsburgh Steelers needs, uh, talk a little Ohio State, little quarterbacks, uh, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, stuff like that. So let's get into it and uh, let's take a look at what the first round looks like thus far. So a lot of trades have already happened. Carolina moves all the way up to the number one pick trading with Chicago. Uh, you had the Jets and Green Bay flip-flopping first rounders, a uh, few other moves in there. Um, so you can see the draft positions. And this year is a little unique, only 31 first round picks. Miami was actually stripped of its first round pick for uh, tampering and uh, some other rule-breaking violations, I guess you could say, um, with the Tom Brady stuff a few years back. So teams without a first-round pick this year are the Rams, the Browns, the 49ers, and the Dolphins, which means you could basically say the Pittsburgh Steelers have two picks in the first round because they're going to be picking 32nd overall. Uh, that will still happen. That will be the first pick on Friday. Um, so the Eagles have two first rounders, the Seattle Seahawks have two first rounders, the Houston Texans have two first rounders and Detroit has two first rounders. So, uh, some teams really trying to, uh, you know, hit the jackpot early on in this first round and a lot, uh, of really, really good talent as always in these first round, um, with these first round, but a, a pretty deep draft overall, especially at certain positions, which we'll get into here in just a second. So, you know, being the 330 Sports Show, we're going to focus a little bit more on the Browns, a little bit on the Steelers as we go forward. So the Browns in this 2023 draft have eight overall selections. I do not expect them to take eight players in this draft. I expect them to take maybe five or six. Uh, maybe package some of those picks and move up or uh, trade some of those picks and get a better pick uh, into next year. So looking at the Browns needs, uh, defensive line is still an issue. Uh, you could need some depth at that position, possibly a, a third defensive end, uh, you know, maybe some more defensive tackle help, uh, some linebacker help and offensive skill players. And, Basically, I'm going to open that up to the whole gamut. So that could be wide receiver, uh, running back uh, as a succession plan, possibly to Nick Chubb uh, and maybe to uh, help out Jerome Ford, who, you know, hasn't really seen the field a whole lot and possibly even tight end. So uh, the Browns definitely have uh, some moves to make. I think possibly even uh, a safety uh, could be in the Browns plans uh, in this draft. So, you know, their first two rounds, they will not be picking. So the first round was used in the Deshaun Watson trade. The second round pick was used to acquire Elijah Moore. But basically, they moved back 32 spots to uh, acquire Elijah Moore and get the New York Jets 
third rounder. So the Browns have two third rounders, two fourth rounders, two fifth rounders, a sixth and a seventh. And that uh, third rounder number 98 overall is compensation for um, the Minnesota Vikings um, hiring um, their GM from the Browns. Now we look back at all the Browns first rounders since 99. I am not going to go through this list. However, I will highlight some of the, uh, you know, solid to home run picks the Browns have had. Joe Thomas, obviously the, probably the best pick they have made. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. We'll go into the Hall of Fame this coming season. Uh, Alex Mack was a nice pick. Joe Hayden. Miles Garrett was a, obviously a great pick. I think I think the David and Joku pick was great. Denzel Ward, solid pick. Greg Newsom so far looks to be a you know a, a hit. Jed Wills um, still out on him, but we could probably do a draft of the worst Browns uh, first round picks since uh, they came back, but uh, let's focus on the positive here. Um, but looking back at recent drafts, here's uh, the Andrew Berry draft. So he took over uh, being the main general manager in 2020. That was obviously the COVID year, a little bit of a strange year with uh, not being able to bring guys in, not seeing a whole lot of tape on a lot of players, but uh, Jed Wills, they used for that first overall uh, selection at number 10. Uh, Grant Delpit seems to be a pretty good selection. They really nailed the Donovan Peoples-Jones pick in the sixth round. So, uh, and they're, you know, the jury is still out on a, a few of these players. Uh, Harrison Bryant, Jordan Elliott, uh, Nick Harris is still around. Um, so, so we shall see. In this, uh, his second year, 2021, Greg Newsom, I believe, is going to be a, uh, a really solid pick. JOK, if he could stay healthy, I believe that's uh, a home run there. Anthony Schwartz, <laughs> we're going to just stop there. But uh, the rest of that draft does not look too good. But you got to nail those top picks. And, and I think he did that with the uh, Greg Newsom and JOK pick. The rest of them, we shall see. Uh, last year. Martin Emerson nailed that pick uh, first, you know, got him at 68 overall and uh, brings him in and uh, we shall see Alex Wright, um, you know, kind of a developmental player. The Browns use a lot of their draft picks as uh, these, you know, kind of pipeline, kind of a, kind of a minor league system to, you know, work these guys in, uh, but also develop them. Uh, behind some some veterans, uh, David Bell, jury still out on him, but you know seems to be a a solid wide receiver. Perion Winfrey, we'll see. They may cut him, they can keep him, but uh, we'll see. Cade York, Jerome Ford, hopefully uh, are, are two picks that work out. Michael Woods, unfortunately, tears his ACL in offseason workouts this year. Isaiah Thomas could be a good pick, and Dawson Deaton coming back from injury could give you some depth at that offensive line. So those are the last year's 2022 picks. So usually you got to give these guys three years. And, uh, you know, so far, uh, DPJ, Grant Delpit look to have, uh, you know, hit and Newsom and JOK, we hope, 
uh, are going to be hits. And hopefully a couple of these other guys can step up and uh, make some, you know, impacts on the field this coming season. All right, let's turn the page to uh, the Browns rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who overall do a really nice job uh, in the draft and just are a well-run organization, as much as I hate to say that. But the, the Steelers will have seven picks in this draft. They have the number 17 overall pick. And as I mentioned earlier, they really have two first-round selections. Number 32 overall usually is the last pick of the first round. However, it will be the first pick of the second round. They get that pick from Chicago in uh, the trade for um, the wide receiver out of Notre Dame last year. They also have the 49th selection, so they have three picks within the top 50. It's pretty good there. Round three, they have number 80 then 120 in round four, uh, and then they have two seventh-round picks, 234 and 241 overall. So the needs for Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, based on you know hearing some stuff from their fans, looking at some of their um, you know their different blogs and and whatnot, linebacker, offensive tackle, you know, and and this is up for debate depending on who you talk to. Defensive tackle, Kim Hayward's getting up there in age. Cornerback, you lose Cam Sutton. Wide receiver uh, is always an issue with, uh, you know, they've, they've got some good ones, but, uh, you know, wide receiver depth is, is, is a need for the Steelers there. So uh, that is a look real quick at the Steelers draft needs, and uh, we'll get into some of the uh, potential players they could select here in the first round. We're also going to talk a little bit about some Buckeyes in the first round of the draft here and and who could be drafted overall. So this is a graphic from 24-7 Sports since the year 2000. So going back the last 23 years, Ohio State has the most players selected in the NFL draft with 157 overall. That's 13 more than Alabama. And uh, they have... 34 first-rounders overall, which is uh, second behind Alabama. Alabama has th uh, 39 overall. Ohio State has 34 overall. Miami has 32 overall. No other team is in the 30s. So uh, pretty impressive stuff there by the Buckeyes and uh, their NFL factory. So let's get into... Uh, some of the players here and let's start with the case for number one. So uh, Bryce Young, by all accounts, it, it seems to be reported that he will be a Carolina Panther. I am still in the mindset and I'm recording this on Monday night uh, before the draft. So believe me, a lot of things can change. However, I'm assuming Bryce Young is the number one pick going to Carolina. I still think C.J. Stroud could be the number one overall pick based on uh, previous um, draft history and uh, the type of quarterback uh, Carolina head coach Frank Reich has selected in the past. Um, so, you know, both players 21 years old. Uh, Bryce Young with a couple more starts, 27 to CJ Stroud's 25. Um, both played at big time schools. You know, the passing numbers are very comparable. 66% for CJ Stroud, 64 and a half for Bryce Young. 
41 touchdowns for Stroud compared to uh, six interceptions. Uh, Bryce Young, 32 touchdowns to five picks. Uh, Bryce Young, the probably the better athlete overall, can scramble, get out of the pocket. But both of these guys have, um, you know, some major um, IQ points, <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, both of these guys are very cer- cerebral players. Uh, and there's been some reports about C.J. Stroud not doing well on a certain test, but um, there's a lot of smoke this week, uh, and that could be uh, just a bunch of banter to put out there that a team puts out to maybe get their guy at a better value. So uh, Stroud and Bryce Young, the case for number one, uh, in my opinion. But if I had to put money on it, I'm going to say Bryce Young. But if you're giving me really long odds, I'm taking C.J. Stroud. Um, I just think that could be a, a really nice hit. And and by all accounts, both of these guys are great guys off the field and uh, great leaders on the football field. So uh, hopefully for both of them, they work out for whichever franchise they land at. So let's look at the rest of the quarterbacks. I'm, I'm just going to give you the top five here. I think five of these guys could go in the first round. I'm going to say four go in the first round. So I'm going to say CJ Stroud, uh, well, I'll say Bryce Young, number number one, CJ Stroud, uh, definitely top five, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. All these guys are going to go top 10, uh, in my opinion. Hendon Hooker is a wild card. I think a team could trade back into the first round and get him possibly late. I am going to say he slips to the second round, though. Uh, had an ACL tear late in the season. So a team could theoretically trade up, take him in the first round and get that fifth year option and kind of, uh, you know, put him, uh, you know, on layaway, I guess you could say for a year until he uh, is healthy. So how many quarterbacks will be drafted overall? That's a tough thing to to say right now, but I'm going to say, Four quarterbacks go in the first round, and I really think all four of those guys go in the top 10. Um, so, you know, Oak, well, I want to say Oakland. Vegas needs a quarterback. Carolina's taking a quarterback. Houston needs a quarterback. Uh, a few more guys. Seattle, you could see taking a quarterback. Uh, so there's a lot of draft needy uh, or quarterback needy teams early on in this draft. So we'll... Uh, We'll take a look at that here more in just a little bit. Let's go into some more prospects here. Wide receiver. Uh, so Quinton Johnson, Smith and Jigba, Zay Flowers, uh, Addison, and uh, Butte from LSU are arguably the top five guys. I think, and not a homer pick, Jackson Smith and Jigba is the best receiver in this draft. Uh, does that mean he will be the first wide receiver taken? Not necessarily, but you look at the pedigree of Ohio State receivers with, you know, just look at recent trends with, uh, you know, you had the offensive rookie of the year last year. You have so many guys in uh, the NFL right now from Columbus, from wearing the scarlet and gray that uh, are just killing it. So, um, so whether it's Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba, 
you know, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And this isn't just a recent trend. This is a 20 year trend with wide receivers from the Buckeyes, but, uh, you know, other guys to watch, especially early on in the second and third round, Josh Downs, uh, could go. Jalen Hyatt is a big time deep threat. Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati, a guy, if he slips to the Cleveland Browns late, Marvin Mims, uh, or Nathaniel Dell, both big time receivers, uh, could be nice fits. Also Parker Washington, Jaden Reed from Michigan state and, uh, Rishi Rice from SMU. Those are 10 of the top prospects at the wide receiver this, uh, position this year. And don't be surprised if, uh, you know, if a guy like a Marvin Mims or Nathaniel Dell is there in, uh, and they call him tank Dell, um, from Houston, if, if one of those guys are around, uh, in the late second round or early third round, don't be surprised if the Browns trade up and grab one of those guys. Running back, another skill position of need for Cleveland, but uh, Bijan Robinson is the first uh, running back off the board. I think that's a no-doubter. Uh, do I think he will go in the top 10? I don't, but I see him going uh, in the top 20 for sure. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is the other guy that I could see going in the first round. I'm going to say uh, Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs both go in the first round. And then uh, I think you'll see kind of a run on running backs in the second and third round. Uh, Rashawn Johnson also from Texas, Bijan Robinson's backup. So not a whole lot of tread on the tires, but uh, he can do a whole lot, a little bit bigger back. Uh, Devontae uh, or excuse me, Devin Shane from uh, Texas A&M, Tank Bigsby, one of the best names in the draft, and Zach Charbonnet, former Michigan running back from UCLA, um, could be some of the names you hear go early. Other guys to watch, Eric Gray, um, Sean Tucker, Dwayne McBride, and Kenny McIntosh of Georgia. Um, so I would not be surprised Um Another guy I did not put on this list is the uh, Kansas State running back. So keep an eye on him. He's a big, big back that I think, uh, you know, it's got some shiftiness that uh, the Browns may like uh, in the third or fourth round there if, if uh, some of those guys fall to them. Tight ends. Tight ends are a deep, deep class. So Michael Mayer, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Sam Laporta uh, from Iowa, Luke Musgrave, Oregon State, Darnell Washington, the big tight end from Georgia. Um, some other names to watch, Tucker Craft from South Dakota State, Luke Schoonmaker uh, from Michigan, uh, Josh Weil, Cincinnati, Brendan Strange, Penn State, and uh, Cameron Latou from Alabama are some of the names to watch. But I could see uh, three of these guys, most likely Kincaid and Mayer going in the first round, but you could see maybe a, a Darnell Washington or a Laporta possibly getting drafted in the late first round with some of their size and attributes. The interior offensive line, you could argue Luke Whipler is the best player on the board here. Uh, the center from Ohio State, Osiris Torrance, Florida, John Michael Schmitz, uh, Minnesota, uh, Steve Avila, TCU, and Joe Totman, Wisconsin. You can't go wrong with the Wisconsin offensive lineman. Um, also, you know, some other names out there, Andrew Voorhees, uh, the Michigan center who transferred from Virginia, 
was one of the best players in the country at his position last year. Jared Patterson out of Notre Dame, uh, Braden Daniels out of Utah, and Antonio Maffi from UCLA are some of the top players on the board for interior offensive linemen. Now, I think we're going to have a battle between um, Paris Johnson Jr. and Peter Skronsky out of Northwestern uh, for the first tackle taken in this draft. Now, Paris Johnson Jr. is a true tackle, did play guard uh, his sophomore year at Ohio State, but uh, he is an elite left tackle. Peter Skronsky, not as big of a guy. He could slide into play guard, but uh, will be in the draft as a tackle. Uh, so we'll see which one of those two guys goes first. Uh, DeWant Jones, the big guy out of Ohio State, like a monster, 6'8", probably 375 pounds. Uh, Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma and Broderick Jones out of Georgia, probably the first five guys off the board. Watch out for uh, Cody Mosh, uh, North Dakota State, Darnell Wright, Tennessee, Blake Freeland, BYU, and Jonah Monheim from USC. But uh, offensive tackle is obviously a huge, huge position, literally and figuratively in the NFL. And uh, I expect a, a Buckeye to go off the board first. Beware of him uh, going to be uh, Justin Fields, uh, you know, pocket protector with Chicago Bears. I could see him going as early as nine overall. Now, one of the top positions outside of quarterback in this draft is defensive end. Will Anderson Jr. is a for sure top five pick. Uh, he could go as early as two, in my opinion, and I actually think he is going to go number two to the Houston Texans. So Will Anderson, uh, the top defensive end on the board. Tyree Wilson is a, uh, a guy draft experts. I don't know who that is, <laughs> but you know, your Mel Kuypers, your Todd McShays, uh, love Tyree Wilson and expect him to go, uh, top five, uh, miles Murphy out of Clemson Tule, I'm going to butcher this name to to Pluto, um, should go early. Will McDonald, uh, and some other guys, Nolan Smith suffered an injury last year. Uh, for Georgia, but should be a name to watch in the first couple of rounds. Isaiah Foskey, Keon White out of Georgia Tech, Mike Morris out of Michigan, and Zach Harrison out of Ohio State um, is a guy that should be around when the Browns pick uh, late third round, early fourth round. So could be a nice uh, run stopper guy that can play inside and outside. So we'll see what happens uh, with that defensive end prospect, defensive tackles, your you know your big name on the board uh, is Jalen Carter, and obviously has some legal trouble off the off the field. So we will see if that costs him some draft positioning. But I think Jalen Carter goes definitely top ten. Um, I've he heard some smoke that the Pittsburgh Steelers are very interested in trading up for him. So watch uh, watch out for that. Uh, Kalijah Kansi from Pittsburgh should go, uh, you know, at the latest in the second round, um, early second round, I think, but uh, could be a late first rounder. Brian Brees or Breesy out of uh, Clemson, Mozzie Smith from Michigan, Zach Pickens from South Carolina, some other guys to watch. Um, Keanu Benton uh, from Wisconsin, and uh, 
some other guys in there that uh, could make a name for themselves. So we'll see that another position of need for the Cleveland Browns, uh, as well as the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see what uh, if either team takes any of these top 10 um, guys here at their position. Some very interesting linebackers in this draft. I personally like Jack Campbell the best in this draft uh, from Iowa. I think he would be a great fit at just about any team. Uh, Dion Henley, Washington State. A lot of uh, the draft guys really like him. Drew Saund- or Sanders, excuse me, out of Arkansas. Nick Herbig, uh, I think, is a little bit of an undersized linebacker that would be a great fit for just about any team. Trenton Simpson is another one uh, to watch out for. And uh, you can see the other names there. Um, a couple guys to watch that played at some big schools that uh, I think have a pedigree to play some really, really good football. Henry Tooto out of Alabama and uh, Noah Sewell uh, out of Oregon. Um, his brother obviously was the offensive lineman that went really high in the draft uh, two years ago. The top corners in the draft, Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois, Christian Gonzalez, Oregon, Cam Smith, South Carolina. I really like Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Eli Ricks, um, you know, has some questionable um, characteristics, but a uh, great athlete. Keely Ringo, great pedigree from Georgia. Uh, so a lot of really, really good uh, corners in this uh in this draft to watch out for Devonte banks as well i think he could be a first round pick and a really really talented player from the maryland terrapins and safeties safeties is not as coveted a position as it used to be but uh, a lot of really really good players still out there brian branch from alabama is kind of the uh, ringleader here sydney brown's a really good player out of uh out of uh illinois Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M, Jamie Robinson from Florida State. The guy I could see the Browns taking possibly in the third or fourth round, Jordan Battle from Alabama. Um, just a really nice player there. Uh, Christopher Smith out of Georgia, another Illinois, um, Jartavis Martin, Ronnie Hickman, the Buckeye could go uh, third or fourth or possibly fifth round. And a guy I wouldn't sleep on either is Jair Brown from Penn State. Penn State had a great secondary, and uh, Jair Brown was one of the mainstays in that Nittany Lions uh, secondary. So we made it through all those positions. Let's go through uh, some of the Buckeyes I expect to get drafted, and we've talked uh, about pretty much all of them. So C.J. Stroud, definitely going in the top five. I expect him to go no later than four um, to the Indianapolis Colts or a team actually trades up for him. I'm going to say a team trades up for him. Uh, so that's what I'm going to go with in my predictions. Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think should be the first receiver off the board. Uh, we'll see if a, a team like say flowers or, um, you know, a, uh, uh, Quentin Johnson based on size and, and stuff like that, but we'll see. I think Smith and Jigba has all the attributes you want, uh, Harrison. So I'm, I'm just going to say Ohio State's going to have four players go in the first round. I'm going to say Stroud, Smith and Jigba, uh, Paris Johnson Jr. And I think DeWan Jones goes late in the first round uh, to a, a team that needs uh, an outside offensive tackle. I think Luke, 
Luke Whipler is a late second round, early third round pick. I think Zach Harrison is a late third, early fourth round pick. I think Ryan Hickman could be um, a late fourth round to late fifth round pick. So I'm going to say in that range, um, Cam Brown, I'm going to say he does get drafted, but I'm going to say he goes in the seventh round. And then uh, I think the other possibilities that I have listed, Tanner McAllister, Mitch Rossi, Jerron Cage, and Teron Vincent are all going to be undrafted uh, preferred free agents, in my opinion. So I'm going to just wrap it up with uh, my draft predictions for first round. So I'm going to say four quarterbacks are taken with Young, Stroud, Richardson, and Levis. I'm going to say five or more trades take place on Thursday night, which is the first round of the draft. I'm going to say the first two players drafted will be from Alabama, which is Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr. I'm going to say two running backs are selected in the first round, Robinson and Gibbs. I'm also going to say a team will trade up to draft C.J. Stroud in the top five. Uh, Green Bay, which just made the trade for uh, traded Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to say they're going to take a wide receiver uh, in the first round. Just maybe a little bit of a spite pick, That's, but I'm going to go with that. And uh, like I just mentioned, I think four Buckeyes will go in round one with C.J. Stroud, Paris Johnson Jr., Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Dewan Jones. So those are my uh, not necessarily bold predictions, but uh, those are my predictions for round one of the 2023 NFL Draft. Appreciate you guys watching. Uh, make sure to follow us on the 330 Sports Show's uh Twitter, we're on all the social media stuff. So just check us out at 330 Sports Show and also follow Youngstown Studio, which is at Youngstown Studio on Facebook, YouTube, uh, and Instagram. And then on Twitter, it's at Ytown Studio. You can look for all all our podcasts on um, www.youngstownstudio.com or wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate you guys listening. I know you have a ton of choices, uh, but you know we appreciate you listening, watching. Uh, make sure to like, follow, share, all that good stuff, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around 9, that would be great. Okay.